Well, as I'm recording this message today, it's, it's what we call Good Friday. It's the day that traditionally uh, people have acknowledged the death of Jesus Christ. And though we don't know exactly the day and date where some of these things happened, and I'll let you research that on your own, we do know it was right around Passover time. And we do know that he was that sacrificial lamb uh, that was given so that we could all be saved. And so as the Jews were celebrating the Passover, remembering that great deliverance from Egyptian bondage through the great lawgiver, Moses, we celebrate uh, a different kind of deliverance, the deliverance from sin that only comes through the blood that Jesus offered on the cross that day. And we also remember that that's not the end of the story, that just a few days later, Jesus was raised from the dead and was exonerated and vindicated and proclaimed to be the Son of God with power, Paul says in Romans 1, through the resurrection. And so I want to do a little bit of reading from John chapter 11. This is an incident that happens before Jesus' death. It's not long before his death, but it's earlier than that. And he has some friends, Mary and Martha and their brother Lazarus. And they're good friends of Jesus. And it's such an interesting story. As the narrative goes in John 11, Jesus gets the message that his friend Lazarus was very, very ill. And yet he doesn't go right then. He waits a while, he ministers a while, and, and then finally he gets the news that, that his friend has died. And so then Jesus makes his way to Bethany, their hometown, not far from Jerusalem. And John records this in John 11, beginning at verse 17. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him? 
But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, Jesus said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there's a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. It's one of the most powerful moments in Jesus' ministry. Only three times did the gospel writers record Jesus raising someone from the dead. Maybe he did that additional times, but those are the ones recorded, including this one in John 11 of Lazarus. It was so significant at this time in Jesus' ministry that the Jewish leaders decided not only did they need to kill Jesus, but they needed to kill Lazarus too because of the witness that he was. You know, there are some true statements in this passage in John 11. Here are a few of them. True statement in verse 21. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. How that must have broken Jesus' heart. And then Mary, who I think didn't come right out because she was a little bit perturbed with the Lord. When she does come out, it's the same thing. When she is called and she goes to Jesus, the first thing she says is the very same thing in verse 32. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Could very well be true statements. Jesus certainly could have kept Lazarus alive. He could have kept him from dying. But there's another true statement here. And that's in verse 37. When the ones who were there with Mary and Martha asked the question, See how much Jesus loved him? Could not he have kept this man from dying? And the answer is yes, of course he could. Jesus certainly could have kept Lazarus from dying. But another true statement is found in verse 35. It's the shortest verse in the Bible. It's two simple words in English. John 11, verse 35, Jesus wept. Jesus wept. You see, Lazarus' imminent resurrection didn't stop Jesus' tears from flowing. He knew he was going to raise him from the dead. He knew that it would become a great moment of joy and glory. And yet Jesus saw the pain and the hurt that death causes, that Satan causes, that sin causes. And he wept. He wept. The joy and hope of the resurrection do not take away the pain and horror of the cross. They simply put it in perspective. We see that horrible death that Jesus died on the cross. And though we remember that that coming Lord's Day, that coming Sunday, he would be raised from the dead. It doesn't change the fact that what he was going through at that moment was such horrible, horrible pain. 
physical pain, emotional pain, even spiritual pain. As he cried out to heaven, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The fact that God is with us in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic and will one day bring it to an end does not take away the pain and horror that it has caused. It has caused great pain and loss of life and fear. And we know that. The fact that God is with us doesn't take that away. The fact that he will one day bring this to an end doesn't change that. The pain is real. The loss is real. Jesus still saves, however, and Jesus still weeps. He has that same heart of compassion, of compassion for all of those who are suffering, knowing that this is not the way it was supposed to be, knowing that there's a better day ahead. Still, Jesus weeps. One day, Jesus will call forth all who are in the grave. One day, the Father will say, enough. His grace will be through, and it will be time to stand before the Lord. John 5 says, all who are in the graves will be resurrected, the good and the bad. 1 Corinthians 15 tells us that that resurrection will take place, and without the resurrection, then we are to be pitied more than anyone. But because of the resurrection, as he says in 1 Thessalonians 4, we have hope. Even during times of pain and suffering, even during times of the loss of a loved one, we mourn. The pain is real. But we do not mourn like those who have no hope. And we have hope because the tomb is empty. We have hope because in spite of the horrible pain and death Jesus endured, he was raised from the dead and that that is not the end of the story. It's the empty tomb. It's the hope of the resurrection. All those who have trusted him through it all will be with him forever. And there will be no more viruses. There will be no more death. There will be no more tears.